Welcome to CSP's At Your Convenience. I'm Steve Holtz, Content Director of Retail at Winsight. Earlier this month, I presented a litany of convenience sales stats and trends to suppliers planning to exhibit during the National Restaurant Show in Chicago in May to help them get uh, up to date on the trends and issues C-Store retailers are dealing with as we enter the second quarter of 2022. For the larger CSP audience, here's an early look at year-end C-Store data and trends that we CSP editors are keeping an eye on. So I'll start as big picture as I can um, and just kind of point out something that most of us are probably familiar with. The convenience store industry for a good five to eight, 10 years now has really embraced the move into food service as an alternative to some of the key product categories that are declining in sales in that channel. And as challenges such as uh, the newer challenges, such as the push toward electric vehicles and declining cigarette sales continue, the, that food service drumbeat is getting louder and louder. So, of course, if, if you're familiar with convenience stores, you're aware that the primary source of a pulse on this industry is, comes from NACS and its annual State of the Industry report, which it releases each April. Of course, that's a month away. So... There's some details to come yet on 2021, but we can certainly go through some other reports that we're uh, familiar with and get into what we know as of today. So one thing we do know is that at the beginning of 2022, Max reported there were 148,000 convenience stores across the United States. Um, That is the fifth year that that number has declined, showing a slow trend toward a couple of things. One being that independent retail chains, and that's uh, one store to 10 store chains, are, are, are becoming a little more rare in our industry. And the reason for that is really the sales aren't keeping up where they can keep themselves in business and, and pay the people they need to pay to do the work. Um, the other part of that is consolidation. The, the larger chains, and particularly those of 200 stores plus, are, are, have been very aggressive in the last decade or so um, in acquiring the smaller chains. Uh, still, you can see the numbers there. Uh, the number of independent stores is 60% of our channel, where chains are 40%. Now, if, for some reference on just how fast that number is declining or or how slowly, depending on how you look at it, in 2017, that was about 63.5%. So the, the numbers you see there for those four-year trends show about a, a 1.5% decline each year. So it's something we're watching closely and, and what it means to our industry. Uh, overwhelmingly, it seems to be that the, the bigger guys keep getting bigger. As for store sales, um, no surprise that 2020 was a rough year in convenience stores and and most businesses, frankly. We did see a 15% slide in sales in 2020, overall sales, but still that year we saw a record year in in in-store sales, up one and a half percent. It was fuels where things really kind of bit the dust, no surprise. Uh, people weren't driving, they were they were locked at home, and, and that just meant a uh, steep decline in the number of gallons that stores were selling. Uh, so we saw a 26% decline in fuel sales in 2020. 
So what will 2021 bring us? Well, that's a good question. Nax did uh, in January a survey retailers across the, the country and asked them what they expect or what 2021 looked like for them. 66% of those respondents of retailers reported that their in-store sales improved in 2021. Only 16% said they declined. So uh, my expectation is that when we hear the state of the industry next month, we will find out that in fact, the industry will hit another in-store record in sales. What's yet to be determined is how well fuels are doing and whether that will keep the industry as a whole up. Certainly they will have improved since 2020, which is something that I think everyone's looking forward to. What we can look at in 2021 is what product categories were performing well. Uh, we're wrapping up our category manage, management handbook for this year. And what that does is collect data from a number of sources to uh, underscore just what did grow in 2021. And these numbers come from IRI, scan data from C-stores themselves. And you can see there that total store sales are up three and a half percent. So again, the idea of a record year uh, is very likely. Where we exceeded the previous year was uh, certainly packaged beverages, salty snacks, and candy, um, all those things that consumers were returning to uh, in mass uh, as um, some of the pandemic uh, restrictions started to lift. What continued to hurt our tobacco, which is kind of a historical trend there. Beer, uh, slightly surprisingly, I think a lot of that comes from the idea that in 2020, uh, since you weren't going out for your local beer at a restaurant, you were probably going to retail to get that and, and see stores are a primary spot to do that. So that grew nicely in 2020. We saw a small decline in 2021. And gum, as we got to the point where everyone started stripping off the, their masks, a lot of gum manufacturers were telling us we can expect quite a boost in sales there as people begin to worry about just how fresh their breath smells again. That didn't quite happen. Certainly a drop of 3.6% in sales. Uh, was an improvement over 2020, but there's still some ground to make up there uh, if, if they can. The gum category has been uh, on a downtrend for several years now. So what about food service? So this is a, a big question mark for 2021 since scan data really doesn't work <laughs> for food service data. So um, what we knew from 2020, and no surprise to most of this, just about every segment of food service and convenience stores declined precipitously. Certainly hot dispensed beverages were the biggest one. People weren't coming in for that morning cup of coffee. Uh, where they did perform well was in commissary or prepackaged uh, food products. So that meant things that you could walk in and grab right off the shelf. And you didn't need to worry about the fact that it was being made by the person who's behind that counter and, and frankly wonder where that's been. So uh, that's where we stood in 2020. I don't doubt that all these numbers will be in positive positive territory in 20, when we get 2021 numbers. And I think that will continue well into this year. Other things to expect as this year goes on, certainly the major challenges facing retailers right now. Uh, labor's a big issue, 
getting people to staff the store uh, is, is an ongoing challenge, um, probably isn't your business too. So uh, retailers are looking at whatever they can do um, to get more people working in the stores, whether that's raising their pay, offering bonuses, in some cases, uh, being a little easier on what they'll accept as far as uh, employee behavior. Other issues, uh, again, no surprises, out of stocks because of distribution issues. Uh, this is international uh, concern around the country. And as the manufacturers struggle to get the ingredients or parts they need to, to create the products that they would bring to stores, they're struggling to get it to the distributors. And then those same distributors are having those issues with labor as well. Um, so it's just not getting to the store in the timely fashion that we've come to expect, in the, certainly in the C-store industry. Electric vehicles have become a big deal. And that coupled with the jump in gas prices recently um, has really put a ch uh, challenge to some retailers. We've been looking for years at how we get past using uh, fossil fuels, um, gasoline at the pump. And if uh, electric vehicles are going to be the resolution to that, how do we maintain ourselves as the place to go and charge up your car? And then you know, subsequently come in the store and continue to buy things. Right now, so many electric vehicle chargers are being built in parking lots, at hotels, at the mall, um, that it, it becomes a big question as to whether we can maintain our presence as the place to fuel up. Uh, so to relieve those things, what are retailers doing? What are, what are they concentrating on? Certainly delivery. I think this has been more than a trend over the past year plus. And, and we're certainly see it continue here. Uh, I, I can say that at least weekly, we're seeing uh, multiple uh, press releases and reports that various convenience retailers are partnering with some of the third party uh, companies that are out there, you know, DoorDash, uh, Uber Eats, et cetera. And, and it's important for them to do that, to make sure that the product that's being delivered is being packaged for delivery under the, the the watch of the people in the store so that they're not just uh, the consumers not just getting something that a delivery guy walked in ordered and threw onto his car seat um, who knows what it's going to look like when it gets to your your door so they're trying to build those relationships tighter uh, certainly figuring out fuel do we uh, start spending the money to put in electric chargers or not Checkout technology is important. Certainly, um, touchless has become quite the trend in our industry. So more and more retailers are investing in that as time goes on. I think that will continue. The industry is also watching the Food and Drug Administration. What are they going to do with tobacco regulations in the near future? Uh, there are proposals to uh, outlaw uh, menthol as a flavor in cigarettes, and that would be a tremendous pain for retailers and manufacturers in that industry. Certainly, uh, uh, menthols make up a huge portion of the, the cigarettes sold. And as cigarette sales are already declining, uh, at basically 1% a year for the past decade or so, that would be another uh, slap in the face, frankly. And, and while vape is growing nicely, it's, it's not quite there at the place where it can make up for that difference. And that leaves uh, all our favorites, food service. What's happening there? Well, this is the point where we go from the black and white of Kansas into the technicolor 
of Oz here with food service. Here's a look at some of the food service trends that uh, convenience retailers are watching. Our sister company, Technomic, tells us that uh, retail food services forecasted to boom. Specifically in 2020, we did see a 20-some um, percent decline in food service sales in convenience stores. 2021 was a nice bounce back. We saw a 43% net gain in those sales. And you can see there that they're predicting that uh, increase will decline in 2022, but uh, will stay healthy. Um, that's the highest point since 2016, other than 2021. So there's still a lot of uh, runway for C-stores to grow food service. Similarly for uh, grocery, I'll touch on that a little bit. We saw a 23% increase in grocery food service sales last year. So that will also looks like mostly maintain itself in the in this year. So a uh, lot of things to watch there and a lot of reason to focus on that category. So what's driving some of that growth in convenience stores? Um, certainly it's uh, what the manufacturers are doing. They're, they're bringing a lot of new flavors and, and international tastes to the store. So, uh, you know, whether that means spicy or something nostalgic and, and, and comfort food, just anything bold right now is really trending in C-stores and I think well beyond it. They're embracing that. Menu innovation is huge. Again, Technomic tells us here that 99% of convenience stores are actively engaged in menu innovation. They're trying to find out what else customers want and how they can bring it to them easily. Um, so there's a lot of innovation going on there. As customer consumers begin to go back to work in the morning, head to the office, they're kind of focused on breakfast again. Uh, it was always It's always been the biggest food service opportunity in C-stores. During 2020 with the pandemic, as people weren't hitting the road, it became a big challenge. And actually, the, the benefit to C-stores was that the lunch day part grew quite a bit um, as customers ventured out of their house to grab a bite to eat. So uh, now that we're back on the road, hopefully we can keep that lunch day part and get back to growing breakfast. We've probably all heard this, healthier options are huge right now. Uh, retailers are looking at more fresh and higher quality ingredients that they put into the products that they make on site or, or uh, from the commissaries that they order from. And that includes touting local, uh, locally sourced ingredients, very similar to restaurant trends, I imagine. And then there's the innovation in beverages. Uh, cold coffee is, is just exploding for convenience stores right now. Anything we can do to make sure customers know we have it and it's easy to get and fast to get, retailers are doing it. Retailers are also embracing bean to cup systems for brewing their coffee, something that the customer can come in and operate themselves rather than uh, wait on a barista, you know, question their clean hands and all that good stuff. Uh, do it myself and the machine does all the work and it's a fresh brewed cup, just like you might get at your local coffee shop. And variety is important too. People are always looking for those new flavors as we have already discussed. Finally, equipment. I talked a little bit about contactless checkout. That's going to continue to be a trend. Retailers are looking for anything that will make the customer experience faster more convenient um, and certainly safer in this day and age. As well, they're looking at packaging and, and foods 
displays that are uh, retain freshness perhaps better than uh, things we're historically known for. So any products in that realm, new, new equipment is going to be important to them, I think, as they walk that show floor in May uh, at the restaurant show. I want to give a plug for a session that I'll be leading at the restaurant show. I'll have a panel of two convenience retailers from Wawa and Giant Eagle Get-Go on Sunday afternoon. Uh, would love to have you come out and, and catch that session. Also by them, we will have that latest NAC State of the Industry report information so we can update some of those numbers that we just talked about. So thanks for the time.